Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, you know, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And it doesn't matter if there's a ton of snow out there. We're going to be here to, well, somewhat maybe entertain you or just tick you off a little bit. Anyway, uh, Danny Bush is the co-host, of course, and I'm Tom Newbauer. Sitting in today is Anthony Mandela for uh, Nick Bodie. Where is Nick today? What is he doing? He, that, I don't know. That guy takes a lot of time off. He didn't really tell me. No, he didn't? Well, it's he, roundabout he, way. You've probably had the mayor, Mitch Rawson, here with you a couple of mornings here and there. No. Over the years? No? No. Well, well, well Bodie. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Mitch. Mitch. Okay. Mitch yeah. has filled in. Right. In the past. So Mitch was filling in for Bodie. I'm filling in for Mitch filling in for Bodie. It's kind of a it's kind of a roundabout way that we got here this morning. Okay, wow. And then of course uh in the studio today we have Al Shook. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Tom. How and, are you? Yeah, and uh you popped in today. I, I was surprised I saw a truck pull up and I said, That's not Danny's truck. <laughs> you know, and I was wondering who that was, you know. And I figured, well, I better go out because maybe Danny invited somebody that I didn't know about. Well, I'm glad you, you came out and took a look. Uh I sort of invited myself. Um, want to give you some help on some of your recipes. I heard you give that one for baked vegetables. I thought I would bring root, you some pheasants. Root, root vegetables. Okay. Oh, those are wonderful. <laughs> yeah, but, Hey, we all got to have our vegetables, you know? Uh, understood. That's how we grew up so big and strong, Al. Carnivorous people, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, see, that goes along with, with, the, with the hunks of meat. And I got a good recipe today. It's a venison recipe. It's kind of like an oriental venison. Uh, you, know, you know, I... I test things. I get things in my head. You probably do this, too. You get things. Yep. You say, oh, I wonder what this would be like. And you start adding stuff. And, yeah, a lot of times it works. Every now and then you go, oh, man, that's terrible, you know. But every now and then you hit on stuff that, hey, this tastes good. You know, I like this, you know. And and that's what, you know, cooking is all about. It's like trying different things, you know, experimenting with something, something that you like, you know. And, Hey, if it works, it works, you know. So. In college, I did most of my experiments with uh, one-pan surprises. One-pants. Yeah, I, I like those one-pan ones. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to do too many dishes, and some exactly. of them worked out really nice, and some of them the dog wouldn't even eat. Yeah, so. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I've had a few of those. My 
My wife doesn't like those when I <laughs> do one of those. But anyway, it is uh, quite a snowy morning uh, out, folks. And if and if you, if you're sitting at home thinking about, well, you got to go to work at seven o'clock or something, or you're going to go out somewhere. Uh, let me just tell you, it's not that nice driving out right now. There's uh, a lot of snow on the freeways, on the roads, the side roads. Some of them haven't been plowed, you know, on the side, and they're trying to get, you know, the the main roads done. And the freeways, boy, I'll tell you, I didn't go over 40 miles an hour coming in, and uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's kind of crappy out there. So just to let you know, now Danny popped in. Hey, Danny. Hey. <laughs> I had an adventure coming from Pewaukee. Uh, Danny, this is Anthony Mandela. Anthony Mandela. Yeah, he's sitting. He's, darn, gar- darn glad to meet you. Yeah, he's sitting <laughs> in for Nick, who's sitting in for somebody else. Who's yeah, I'm sitting in for Mitch. <laughs> I'm covering for Mitch, covering for Nick. Yeah. Boy, well, I'm yeah. here covering for Dan. I'm the only Bush. guy at the station you, with an all-wheel drive you, car. You, uh, so here I am. You got the short straw, in other words, to come on an early Saturday morning. You're probably well, wondering, what the hell am I doing here? Well, it's one of those things. I'm really passionate about, you know, making money, not starving to death. Yeah, that's always good. That's uh, so always that's good. part of it. Uh, and then uh, my buddy Jeff. Jeff's probably been in on the show. Oh, yes. Uh, Jeff had something going on. So I yeah. was already going to be coming in at like 9 o'clock to cover for Jeff. Oh, okay. So now, I what's Jeff's last name? make it a party. Orlowski. Oh, the Polish pipe the bomb. pipe bomb, yeah. The Polish pipe bomb. <laughs> So I thought, why not make it an adventure? One of the best nicknames. I'm going to have to leave the house. (laughs) I might as well get my money's worth. Yeah. So anyway, and uh, at 7.05 today, we have Walt calling us from the Walleyes Unlimited Ice Jamboree that's going on today. So uh, he's going to be giving us a call at 7.05 and giving us a rundown on what they're doing out there at uh, AJ's Bar and Grill. And at uh, 7.30 hour, shortly after our break, we're going to get a call from Bob. Lenoa from the uh, Manchas Fishing Game oh, Club. Okay. Yeah, we got a full and, and and we got Al here. Al Al called to tell now, me you, that he's running. He's to watch outside for him, but Al got here before I did because I was. Watching, I was yeah, I was watching for him. I was. Uh, <laughs> you know, I drove in four wheel drives a great thing, but I I just took her easy. I could have went trying to race by people in the other yeah, lane and snow go everywhere. Pay. And, you know, one little car, typically, some little dummy comes racing by, and I look at back covers covered with, windows covered with snow, the typical type of person that doesn't even get out and brush off their windows, and they go race down the road like an idiot. And then a big semi came behind him, and, uh, you know, the funny thing is, after about, I don't know, eight, ten miles of driving, I look up ahead, they're only a half mile ahead of me up there. You know what I mean? What's all that racing by getting in the other lane? Now, there's always the danger. I'm afraid someone's going to spin out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to lose control and clip me. In semis today, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but when I grew up, uh, semi drivers were, I was always told that they were the most courteous, best drivers, and they would always flick their lights when you could get back in and change lanes, you know, in front mm-hmm. of them if you did pass them. And I used to have a CB radio, and I'd talk to them sometimes. And you very rarely saw a truck in an accident. They were considered... Nowadays, it seems to me that they must be having a hard time getting semi-drivers. And you'll hear about <laughs> driving in, you'll hear there's a semi-jackknife on this road. I've seen them, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. flipped off to the side. They're having more and more truck accidents than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So I yeah. don't think the drivers are as good as they used to be. Well, 
today, this morning, the semis were blowing by me. I mean, I was going 40, and I thought I was going a little too fast. And they they were blown by me. And I went, holy moly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Well, when I was going to get on the freeway off of 164, there was a small car in front of my truck. Came across, going up the ramp. He must have hit the gas. That's the first time I ever saw a front-wheel drive car do a donut. Oh, really? Really strange. (laughs) When he stopped, he was facing me, and I got around him and left him all to himself. But he didn't get quite to the freeway, but... Oh, geez. Well, I guess he learned his lesson because he, he was very scared at that time. Very, very scared. <laughs> yeah. I was a little scared myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, it's a wonderful day here. Uh, everybody home listening to us is very happy they didn't have to go through it. Nice day to just curl up and uh, listen and, to the uh, cutting edge outdoors. Yeah, turn on the radio. <laughs> Get your shoveling arms ready. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy, oh, boy. So today... Oh, hey, I got... Oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I was just very excited. Uh, only in America. Now, I work in Milwaukee, right? Work in the major city. But today, I'm going to do a combination of ice fishing and coyote hunting. Oh, wait, today? How good yeah. is my life, you know? You work in a city, and I can go ice fishing and coyote hunting in the same day. Isn't that great? It is Only fantastic. in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And I don't live in Rhinelander. With some fresh tracking snow, you should be able to get on them. Yeah, yeah. I got my new super deluxe calling system. I got yeah, the mojo. Go. I got the little uh, thing that you stick in the ground. Yeah. And you hit the battery and it goes. Wait, wait. The thing goes around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's got that going for me. And uh-huh. I bought my new 22 Deluxe Magnum from Randy over at Midwestern Shooter Supply, which I'll highly recommend if you need a new firearm. And can't find it anywhere, go to Midwestern Shooter Supply because it's really cool. You go there, and if it's not there in their big, massive rack of firearms there, Randy says... Yeah, they do have a massive rack. But Randy says, uh, let me take you out back. They've got a whole warehouse of boxed up firearms. Unbelievable. He goes, we'll find one here for you somewhere. And he finds, when I got my Browning X-Bolt, 270... Mm -hmm. That's what he did. He went back and found it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where he got my new Savage 93 bolt action. And uh, then he hooked me up, gave me a great deal on a Leopold scope. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, that thing is a tack driver. Man, oh, man. 100 yeah. yards. I couldn't believe how that, how accurate you know, a twenty two Magnum yeah. can be. Uh, who do you got on the line, Anthony? Uh, this is Mark in Franklin wanted to yeah, check okay. in with us. Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. That's good. What's I'm on your mind? I'm the wonderful winter weather, and you guys got to know it's free fishing weekend this weekend. Oh, you know what? Am I glad you brought that up? I forgot. That's right. This weekend is free fishing weekend. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... right, B. Get out today in a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, Get what out a, tomorrow what... when it's 12 degrees. Yeah, what a crappy weekend the... for the free fishing weekend, eh? <laughs> you know what, Tom? Really? I, but I... anyways, it's at least here. You know, I beg That's to differ, true. Tom. Nothing better, yeah. if you can safely get to your destination, nothing better than being out on the ice in the snow with the snow coming down and in tip-ups, and it's great. And not for me. Hey, thanks for the call. You're Appreciate it. Tom. 
Ah, uh, not for me. I'm not. Uh... Yeah, you're getting old. You know what? You know what? You know what I'd like to do right now? What? Take a nap, Grandpa? No, no take a break. We... Take a break. <laughs> yeah, oh. we got to go to a break. Go outside and have a smoke. <laughs> A.K.A. Hey! In other words, no, I'm going to go take get a... a break. I'm going to go get a coffee. H.A.S. <laughs> As have a smoke. We'll be right back with more folks on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for riding the storm out with us this beautiful Saturday morning. I like that. (laughs) You like that, Tom? That was great. It fit perfectly with today. Sure, we're all thematic, Tom. Yeah. Just like we planned in our meeting this week. Yeah. When we got together. Where's those notes you typed up? Yeah. (laughs) About our carefully planned show. You know, speaking of our carefully planned show, Tom, I was... Looking at some photos uh, just uh, yesterday, and I, there's a picture of me, you, and John at Skipper Buds. <laughs> I remember that. And Was that when he was wearing his conductor outfit? No, he didn't wear the conductor oh, that outfit. that was the second year then. Two things struck me. Yeah. I was a lot fatter. And you look a lot younger in that picture. <laughs> well, we were a lot younger then. It, you know, I got to tell the folks, I got to tell Al, I got to tell Anthony, you remember this. The first time we did an a in-store meet and greet at Skipper Bud's, John came dressed in a conductor suit. I mean, an actual conductor suit, the hat, but he was wearing flip-flops. <laughs> but anyway, but he's got this conductor uniform on, and people were because, you know, we invite people to take a ride on the crazy train with us, okay? So he's handing out these business cards that say, Cutting edge outdoors, blah blah blah, all the stuff, right? And people, I'll never forget this older gentleman, and it was like his grandson. They come walking in, and John says, "Here you go. Let me punch your ticket for a ride on the crazy train." He had the little conductor puncher thing, you know, <laughs> and he punched a little thing in in the ticket. And he says, "Here in the card business card." He says, "Here you go. Yeah, let me punch your ticket for a ride on the crazy train." And he gives the guy the card, and the guy says, "Where is it?" And John says, "Where's what?" He says, where's this train? Is this just for kids, right? Is it out back? And they said, no, no, the crazy train. He says, the cutting edge outdoors. He says, yeah, but what about this train that we got a ticket for? Is this? It was so funny. You know, <laughs> Nobody knew what the heck was going on. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That sounds too misjointed to even believe I, that. Uh, it, it, well, you, you know John, how uh, he was. No, I'm not. I not wasn't, John, the other yeah, guy. Oh, the I other wasn't guy. standing next to John at the time. I kind of just kind of went over and looked at <sighs> some cute girl standing by a boat and kind of got away from that all. So, yeah, I remember those <laughs> days, my friend. That was crazy. Yeah. Pretty, it was a lot of fun, though. Pretty crazy. So uh, A lot of fun. Free brats. So we got <laughs> so we got Al Shook in the studio, and last yeah. week we were pheasant hunting there, Al, and I'll be out with you again next week. And, and yeah, we I heard shot you guys birds. went out. And, yes, indeed. Yeah. And we were out with... Uh, my friend Mike Scalander and his son Matt Scalander, and I didn't realize Matt is good buddies with Billy Schmid, our oh, yeah? producer. Yeah, yeah, they played football together over there at yeah. Carroll College. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about that? In fact, Matt said that when he was a senior and Billy was a freshman, 
he used to go buy beer for Billy because he was underage. Oh, no. Oh. We are past the statute Wonder. of limitations on that, right? Nobody's going after that. They got better <laughs> things. They got, they got, law enforcement has better things you to do, what? like investigate <laughs> Russian collusion and stuff. Yeah. They don't worry about <laughs> this kind of crap, right? Put it this way. Maybe uh, Billy's listening the, right now. If you're now, the give us a call, officer Bill. that wants to try to wrestle a guy of Bill Schmid's uh, girth, shall we say, if you want to wrestle his beer away this- from him, by all means... Have at his it. prodigious have girth. At <laughs> he's, at he's slimmed down quite a bit, yeah. actually. Has yeah. he really? Yeah, he's in that post-playing days uh, slim down, like the NFL players. You know, get. Oh. many years ago, he's got a buddy's wedding wedding coming up. He's trying to uh, squeeze into his tux without looking like a sausage. Many Man. many years ago, an ex NFL player, a Green Bay Packer who will remain nameless, uh, weighed <laughs> like 280 pounds, and he was a lineman for the Green Bay Packers. He actually went into a buddy of mine's gym in Chicago when he first got drafted and uh, picked up some uh, some steroids, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Diana Ball steroids. And this guy was a big guy, 280 pounds. And then after his playing days, working out at the gym I was managing in Green Bay, he whittled himself down to a lean marathon running looking dude man really all of a sudden did not look like a lineman anymore yeah huh. so yeah it's uh now i know billy billy was naturally big he didn't have he's to take a, any he's just a steroids, big guy. but yeah. i think getting lean after well actually if you carry all that weight it can't be good for the joints otherwise you'd be like uh, al over here eight knee surgeries and stuff like that yeah two Tell knee replacements the shoulder fixed it's yeah. yeah yeah playing football and having that extra weight was a lot of fun but it, it catches up I with would, you. I would do it all again, but a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you got on the line there, Anthony? Uh, this is Pete the Electrician. Hey, Pete the Electrician. Oh, I or bet Keith, you this sorry. is Keith. I called him Pete uh, when right. I answered the call. Keith hey, the Electrician. Hey, sorry hey, Keith, about Tom's that. the one that screws up the names because of all of his yeah. concussions. What, what's up, Keith? <laughs> Morning, guys. Morning. I got a question uh, for L. The last time I saw him, he was at, uh, I think it was the mistake on the lake back in April or so, when he had his arm surgery done. His shoulder surgery? Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah, that's Keith, correct. Keith had one too. <laughs> I just had one done in the, right after Thanksgiving, and I just wanted to know how long did it take you to get back to feeling uh, where you could do everything again? <laughs> I'm I'm still not there because I had some uh, complications with the procedure. My oh body my body rejected the stitches and the glue that they used to put me back together. So. I had a lot of problems with it, and I'm still taking antibiotics and anti-inflammatories for it. He's in oh, excruciating pain, no, which you've got to look it, forward it's to. Coming along, but the, I think you had the whole shebang replaced in there. I had just a, a total tear in a rotator cuff that they had to stitch back on again. You know, so he said it'll take time. But I was just wondering about how how you came about. I'm sorry to hear that you had complications. You know, so. Yeah, he did a pretty nice job. I think I paid for one of his kids' first semester at college, but you know that's that's the way it is with everything. Yeah. You know, a lot of us guys are getting up there. I'm 72, and uh, you get this stuff done, you still want to be able to hunt and fish and everything. Problem was, uh, two weeks before the surgery, I dropped a nice nine pointer, and I had to drag it out with no shoulder. But uh, it's uh, you know how it is when you get older. You, you just body parts seem to be falling off. Well, I'm just glad yeah. you're able to fix the stuff that's broke. Yeah, that, that's that's for sure. So, another another thing, uh, I, I know you're involved with with the hunting and fishing in Waukesha County, and that I was on that uh, Fox River deal in Vernon. Here, I live in Vernon, and uh, you're talking about some annexations down here in the future. And 
my my problem is this: in, in the town of Vernon, we're pretty lenient on hunting and fishing in the area here. You know, uh, bow hunting and gun hunting, and some of the surrounding communities are really got a lot of uh, regulations. And if this annexation comes through, I'm a little concerned about if McQuanago makes the annexations, they might put their restrictions on that Fox Cruiser project from uh, I-43 all the way east to uh, like like Highway L there. So I'm just a little worried about how they're going to impact the, the guys that like the duck hunt along the river and, and all that kind of stuff over there. So maybe this is something we can kind of keep an eye on in the future. So, so. It's always a possibility that a municipality annexes some property and change. That's why you should always check what the state regulations allow and then check with the municipality that you're going to be in yeah, to yeah, find out if something has there, changed you know, from the year from one year to the, the next. So the guys can pretty much, you know, using uh, regulations and common sense, you can kind of do what you, you always did. But I'm just, this might just, for the guys that do it, it might change down well, here a little I'll bit. tell you what, Keith, you keep an eye on it. Al, I'll keep an eye. You can get back to Al anytime and you keep an eye on what's going on there, okay? Have a good uh, you day too. Nice to you. All right. This morning, All right. Morning. Thanks, Kate. Bye now. Uh, you know, his wife, Char, she makes some really good desserts. She Ooh. would bring them over to Monkey Island over there at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. And now, yeah. now that doesn't happen anymore since we don't have the Monkey Island. So, My advice for Keith with that shoulder surgery is rub a little beer on it. It'll get better. Yeah. <laughs> a little beer? That was a little dirt. <laughs> I smile every time some of you guys talk about Monkey Island. Yeah. I remember the very first time I heard that, I thought, what the there, heck there are you talking that, about? There's, I don't know there's any islands on that stupid <laughs> lake. What are they talking about? <laughs> well, got to have names for everything. you know. Yes, indeed. That was uh, our little uh, hideaway up there. And uh, So anyway, Al and I were pheasant hunting yeah. last week, Tom, and typically uh, <laughs> Al, Al's pretty quick to get to the trigger, but I finally learned the method where you can you can slow him down. You tripped him. No, I figured it out, right? Because typically it's bird go boom, right? Yeah. Um, you got to have Al busy talking and distract him in the middle of a conversation. Because ah. I had him looking over, talking to me, and we're in the middle of kind of a conversation, and then a bird went up, and he got it, right? But when it was way out there, and I said to him, normally you would have had both barrels empty by now. What happened? He goes, well, I was busy talking. So this is my new well, key, Al. Next week when we're out there, don't fall for my, so Al, what do you think about? And next thing he starts. <laughs> well, I, I won't be Burn. courteous. I won't be, I won't be courteous and look at you while I'm speaking to you. I'll just I take it you talking. guys were using a flusher? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Summer the Superdog. Okay, the Summer the Superdog. She did a great job. Oh, yeah. She was just awesome last week. She worked better than I've ever, ever. She worked back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And in yeah, just, I see. she oh, just, wow. she knows exactly what to do. And, you know, That's Summer pretty, was pretty real. dog. Summer, Thanks. she did one thing else she's never done before. When I shot a bird, she normally just brings all the birds to her master, Al, right? Mm -hmm. She brought a bird, and she came back, and she dropped it in front of me and then started walking over to Al, and I think that was her kind of way of rewarding me. I don't know. Thinking, <laughs> that, Here you go, buddy. Yeah, good shot. Here. <laughs> she, she will pay attention to how you shoot. I found this out. Somebody else pointed it out to me, but if you miss a couple of times, she won't quarter in front of that person. 
Really? You've got to keep moving people in and out of the... Otherwise, she'll she'll know where that guy misses, and she won't go there. She just... Really? Yeah. She has to have faith in you. Otherwise, yeah. forget that. Yeah. I mean, we'll do all this work and chase yeah, one right. up for yeah, this yeah. guy. Yeah, right. And he doesn't even get the darn bird. Right. Well, that's why she yeah. sits and watches it fly away, and then when she's about 20 yards away, she turns around and looks at you like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> Turns and looks at you like <laughs> she does. I believe it. I believe it. There was uh, my brother had a lab that was kind of like that too, you know. Or like uh, we'd be in the boat, right? And the ducks would fly by, and nobody would shoot because they were too far away. And she'd be looking back and forth to, to the left and to the right at like, why aren't you guys shooting? You know, <laughs> just just looking back and forth. Yeah, I know. Or I should say, he. It was he. he. But I like those labs. They're they're. They're good dogs. They're good hunting dogs. They're friendly dogs. You know, they're 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 just labs are just can nice. Bring dogs. you your paper in the morning. Yeah, they're great dogs. If only they could make coffee and <laughs> bring it to and you. drive. Yeah, and drive. That'd be great. <laughs> hey, we got to go to a quick break, folks. Uh, we'll be back with the horn schwa. Uh, no, we're going to come back with gut the report. gut gut report. And after the six forty five break, we will be playing the horn schwaggle. Danny, you got your questions ready? I mean, your statements ready? Oh yeah. Oh, he'll I'm get them ready well during the break. <laughs> during the next two breaks, he'll get them ready. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with All more, folks. That. You can get us catch us on both Sports Radio twelve fifty AM or one oh five seven FM the fan. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Special guest in the studio today, Al Shook and Anthony Mandela is on the boards. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. All right. You know, we were talking earlier off air about, you know, how you try. Or no, it was on the air about how you try different things when you're cooking. Well, I tried this with venison, and it turned out really good. So I'm going to recommend this to you. First of all, cube up some venison. They could be half-inch cubes, one-inch cubes, whatever whatever size you like. And first, you got to take a big onion and start. Brown it, I mean, start cooking it, wilt it down for about two minutes, then throw your venison in, because the venison only takes two or three minutes, you know, moving it around, cooking it, because you don't want to overdo it on the venison. Uh, you want to make it medium rare or medium. Well, anyway, and then use as much soy sauce as you like and as much Frank's sweet chili sauce as you like. The soy sauce and the, the sweet chili, and the sweet chili is uh, a little spicy. It's just a little spicy. But the two together, the soy sauce and the Frank's sweet chili sauce, man, I'll tell you, it was great. It was and a little salt and pepper, of course, too, if you want. But but you don't need a lot of salt because you got the soy sauce. That's got a lot of sodium in it. But anyway, it was really good. So if you want to try something different with your venison, try that. It, it turned out great. I liked it. I hope you will, too. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Danny's having problems over there. <laughs> you know, it's probably not his fault. These headphones, they work for about two weeks, and then uh, one or both of the ears give out on you. Yeah. I've been keeping these ones are the good ones. I've been keeping them stashed away in the back. They've lasted me almost a year. All right. But the one ear just blew out on a Thursday. So, Okay, I got it all together here. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds. 
cutting edge outdoors. Head over to Skipper Buds, buy yourself a new Alumacraft fishing boat. I'm a big fan or, of the Alumacrafts, Tom. Or a yacht if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Anything in between. Buy a yacht. Yeah. Al, you're on that big county retirement pension system. You ought to go buy a, a yacht. <laughs> well, I, I figure I, I could call it a yacht, but mm-hmm. I, I bought a Starweld a couple of years ago. Oh, those are nice. So, yeah. Excellent boat. Oh, I got to tell you guys, this is, this is well, first of all, um, some guy I know, a fellow I know, was out on uh, Little Muskego, and he was fishing in the area, and he had his tip-ups way far away from each other, okay? And... My son asked his brother-in-law, who is a warden, uh, Mr. Blaine Zarek, he said, uh, Blaine, why don't you give that guy a hard time? Because he knows this guy, okay? <laughs> give him a hard time. So Blaine went over there and started giving this guy a hard time. This was hilarious, you know? And so the flag, uh, one, he, the, uh, Blaine asked him, he says, you know, you, you got your flags kind of pretty far away, you know? He says, I don't know if you can get to them in time. And, and then all of a sudden the flag, the furthest one away, went up. And Blaine pretends like he's looking at his watch. He says, okay, let's let's see how long it takes you to get there. <laughs> the guy had to hoof it down there now. And we were joking around and talking about it. But it came up. Somebody asked me then. They said, well, what is the time limit from when your tip-up goes up to when you got to get to it? And I said, it's all subjective. It's up to the warden's discretion. Now, if you're on your way to get it, they're not going to say nothing. You know, if it's a ways away and you're on your way to get it. But what it's really made for is people who live on the shores of a lake. They'll set up tip-ups. They'll be in the house, right? Now the flag goes up, and the warden, if he's there, he sees the flag goes up, and he knows it's the people in the house. He'll wait a few minutes, see if they see it and come out. If they don't come out in, within, let's say, five minutes, well, they're going to get a, they're going to get a ticket yep. for unattended <clears throat> tip-ups. Matt Groppy yeah. answered that one, right? For yeah, me. exactly. So Years it's. Ago. So it's uh you know it's but subjective I, you know I think we ought to have the ice fishing Olympics here. So first of all, there's the flag dash. <laughs> the flag, okay, dash. the flag dash. The flag is set up at no, two hundred feet. No thanks. And you're timed. You can wear whatever kind of footwear you want, long as it's boots. Uh, put your sorrels on, and you got to make it within a certain amount of time. I bought the hook set hey. hurdle. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else could we do? Well, here's one. I I did a TV show with these guys, and their way of getting to flags was first one there gets it. Anything was okay to knock the other people oh, yeah, down. Yeah, that's going on. Throw stuff Grab in their way. Yeah, throw them down. Do whatever. I mean, I seen more injured people. <laughs> we know? had we had so much fun up on Lake of the Woods years ago. After I don't know about our twentieth, you know, thirty six inch pike um, flag went up. We turned, everyone turned, and I looked at my buddy, Scotty Olson, and I said, catch me, fat boy, and I took <laughs> off running, <laughs> okay? And and he was kind of like, yeah, he's a former, uh, what, Stevens Point linebacker, and son of a gun, if he didn't go all out, yeah. and he laid out, he made a mighty dive, yeah. gave it everything he had at the last bit of athleticism he had left in him. Yeah. And he caught my heel with his hand. With his hand, okay. And I went boom, into the snow, and I thought, "Holy cripes, he caught me!" You know, because I was, yeah. you know, blazingly fast right. the sprinter at Green Bay Preble years yeah. ago. So I you, still got it. You know, there's a, You know, there's this. Have you heard about this lure called a? Uh, it's called a Z Viber. Z Viber. V i b e r. It's a it's a vibrating blade bait. Okay. It's something new. They got really cool colors. There's a real small one 
for panfish that's maybe yep. about, well, there's two sizes that I saw. One was about a half an inch, no more than three-quarter, and one was about an inch. Okay. I mean, so they're they're small, right? And one, the small one has one single hook, and the larger one has two little treble hooks on it. But the large one is only like maybe an inch, inch and a quarter. It's pretty small. They're similar to a zip lure? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. blade bait, yeah. So anyway, last week at Sherpers on Saturday when I left, we had 27. There were like seven colors. We had 27 of them. All, right. All, okay. okay. Gotcha. I came in yesterday morning. We had six. It's like... Either somebody was stealing a lot of them, or they're oh. or they're really hot. They must Ooh. be hot. Hot you know? tip, Tom. That's they, a I don't super know. hot secret deluxe well, lure that may be tip the, that from may the be retailer. The hot bait. You never yeah. know. Well, you know the thing is, is when something, when a certain lure or something goes really fast in a short period of time, it's like. This guy caught fish, maybe told somebody else. He caught, you, know, you know, people uh, start telling each other, and boom, boom, they're gone. You know, Randy at Midwestern Shooter Supply is yeah. always real privy to what's going on. Yeah. Because all yeah. the captains, all the guides, tournament fishermen come in. Uh, although he made, I think he was the one that told me this, that if there's a hot bait that's really good, that some tournament fishermen will come in and buy all of them. Yeah, he told us that on the air. Yeah, they buy them all. Them. Not, buy them all. Not because he wants all of them. Right. Just so, so they nobody can, else yeah, can get, get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like a couple of years ago, black and purple and swimming jigs and that color plastic behind it. They were hot, yeah. hot, hot on Okachi, and they were hot on most of the lakes yeah, yeah. in the area. It was just the yeah. color to have. And by July, you couldn't find it anywhere. They were yeah. all just gone. Yeah, black and purple, black and blue. Those are those are good combinations. There's other good combinations, but yeah. those are some of the classic combinations. Absolute my, killers. My, my buddy Jimmy Whitney always swore with a purple, a purple beetle spin on Robert's <laughs> yeah. Lake. Purple beetle, purple spin. beetle spin for walleyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, they beetle spins. I swear to God, you know they what? catch everything. I really have to pick up <laughs> like a mini might. I yeah. really need to yeah. pick up a bunch of beetle spins. Because mm-hmm. I might have one, but they really were a darn good all-around bait. I and mean, you if you want to f- catch any multi-species yeah, and just go screw great. around with light tackle and a beetle spin. I talked to one guy. He used to fish off his pier on me on on uh, Pewaukee, and uh, he said he caught more muskies off his pier on a beetle spin than he did out in the mm-hmm. boat fishing muskies. Wow. He wasn't really a musky fisherman, right, but it just right. shows you 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 can catch a forty inch yeah. musky might snap up one of those yeah. little guys. And you know that that little piece of plastic that's on the beetle spin. Oftentimes, when I would use them, I would replace that with a twister tail. Yes, you why know? not? And that's awesome. That is just you could put like just a any kind of a you could put, put anything. A, well, you a can put plastic, anything, but a, a twister worm. tail. But a twister tail works really great because you're not only getting the vibration and the the flash of the blade, but you're also getting that action of the tail spinning. You know, you get it both ways. So we we got to go to a break right now, and coming up next is going to be the Hornschwaggle. And if you want to be a contestant and win win a ten dollar gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. They're known for their award-winning sausages and everything meat and more. They're on Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. You get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's, and you know how to play the horn. And if you now, don't, Danny will explain it, it to if you. If you won within the last month, give somebody else a chance to call in and be a lucky, right. a lucky wiener. That's and right. uh, just don't go to Carl's hungry, because I guarantee you oh, that $10 that You'll that spend will more. be your down payment. Uh, everything <laughs> it's be like a down payment on a house. Yeah, You're right. gonna buy so much stuff out there. Exactly. But it's all good. 
All right, we'll be right back. We're checking our list twice, so uh, don't try to fool us. We'll be right back with more here on the Midwestern. Uh, excuse me. Skipper Buds! <laughs> Cutting Edge Outdoors. Buds. Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back and to the Skipper not. Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. 799-1250 if you got a hunting report, a fishing report, a tree in your driveway. <laughs> you know, uh, that's what I forgot to do earlier today was get give the, the tree phone, out of your driveway. No, to give the phone numbers. See, oh, I'm not looking forward. That's why you forward. got a co-host over here. Tom. I'm not looking forward to going home I'm like today. Your, oh, I'm like your Neo to your cortex, right? I'm yeah. the left hemisphere of your brain, buddy. You need. All right. That's why we're a team. So All anyway, right. we got the Hornswoggle segment. Do we have a lucky contestant online? Yes, we do. Okay. We have Kevin. Oh, hey, Kevin. How are you doing? Good morning. Good. Hey, Kevin, uh, I got to thank you for your address, too. It's just a very simple one. Not like we get some of our con- contestants where it's West 3852 South. South 8956XYZ, <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, those addresses Hard scrabble out in the country. County C Road, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, then, then I get the stuff sent back, and then I got to get the right one. So, yeah, we, we should get this to you should you win. So, here we go. I'll make the statement, and you tell me if it's a horn schwaggle, which means I'm pulling your leg. No horn schwaggle means I speak truth. So, here we go. <clears throat> we were talking pheasant hunting with. The quick and the deadly Al shook over here a little bit ago. And uh, speaking of pheasants, the maximum height that pheasants like to fly is 100 feet because their vestibular mechanism is very sensitive to inner ear pressure. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle? No, that was a hornswoggle. That was a hornswoggle. I've seen them a lot higher than 100 feet. Yeah, I've seen them like, I saw one launch like a Zeus missile one time when I and Al were out. We had like 40 mile an hour winds. That thing took off like a scud. Oh my God, I think we all missed that one, Al. Even, I think all of us went crazy. I shoot fast, but that was out of the zip code by the time I got my gun Uh, Yeah, yeah, we, we scared it real good. Okay, but here we go. Next one, along pheasant hunting. Um, overall, number five and six shot are pretty good choices, all-around choices for pheasant loads. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Oh, okay. Very good, Kevin. All right, Now, Kevin. come on. You can do it, Kevin. No pressure. One more. No you got to get this No one. pressure or anything now, but if you miss, you lose. Okay, so here we go. No pressure. <clears throat> the world record whitetail was shot by Mr. Norm Van Brocklin. In 1952. Hornswoggle? That's yeah. a Hornswoggle. <laughs> Very good. Hey, who was, the, who was Norm Van Brocklin the quarterback for? 49ers, wasn't it? Rams, I was asking I him, not oh, you, Tom, you big old. Well, I didn't Jeez. know you were asking him. I was asking talking about this. Thank God. <laughs> Bonehead. 
Jeez. Thanks, he Kevin. He thought it was just All a right. question <laughs> out for yeah. entertainment. I didn't, yeah. Let I, it go. Uh, okay, Kevin wins a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market out there on Silver Spring and Pilgrim in Menominee Falls. Congratulations, <laughs> Kevin. The vesticular, vesticular, <laughs> vestibular cortex. mechanism, vestibular, which is part okay. of the inner. There's the malus, the incus, the stapes, and then it connects. The vestibular yep. mechanism has to do with balance. Yep, yep, balance. Yeah, just put yeah, a BB through stuff, that, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, door. Al. <laughs> Not the you guys yeah. aren't the only smart guys yeah. in the room here. Just want to remember, remind I'm every smart. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> okay, Beaver. <laughs> no, that was from Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Remember the brother? Yeah, what was yeah. his oh, name? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The one. Uh, yeah, we can do uh, things, huh? Yeah. Smart. That's the one that they Fredo. had killed. Yeah, Fredo. Yeah, Fredo. Fredo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did he say when he kissed him? He says, "I love you, but." Something it was something yeah. like I love you, but you gotta go, or I don't know, something like that. And he took him out in the boat. Yeah, and Fredo, he went on a fishing trip yeah. from yep. which he never returned. That's right. Who took him out? Was it Robert Duvall took him for a little Yeah, I think it, I think was. it was. I think it was Bob took him for yeah. let's go out and do a little yeah. fishing. Let's go a little Let's fishing. spend some friendly time together. Yeah. All we heard was a shot. Yeah. Boom. After, the... after that movie and that segment, you know, people, whenever their buddy would call up and say, hey, would you like to go fishing? <laughs> Guys were going, well, I don't know. I might be busy. <laughs> Before anyway, the break, yeah. we were talking about those beetle spins. Yeah. Some years ago at the sports show, you know, all these vendors that are selling everything, yeah. I noticed that the fella had the wire harness right. that you would clip onto any jig at all, right. but it had the spoon. Right. Oh, yeah. And and I, you mean looked, the, the spinner? The spinner. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it. I couldn't figure out what they were. And then he told me, he said, "Well, you can put this on any jig at all." Right. I probably bought fifty or sixty of them, and I oh, still yeah. have. And I have them around any jig at all I use, and and not the highest quality, but for what I paid and how long I've had them, it sure is a heck of a deal. Yeah, I don't. I why not? You know. You can, yeah, put you anything can pick on up, it. paint yeah. the jigs for a song, and yeah. then you put the spinner on with a piece of, like you said, a spinner tail, or yeah. it, it's. And those beetle spins, they come in sixteenth ounce, eighth ounce, and quarter ounce. So you got your choice in there. What, what you know, kind of fish? I just want to remind everybody that that uh, seven oh five Walt from uh, Walleyes uh, Unlimited will be calling in, telling us about their big uh, ice jamboree that's going on today. So uh, out at AJ's, you know, out at AJ's bar in Muskego. In Muskego. Have you right ever there. been to AJ's? You know what? I have not. Al, you've been to AJ's, right? That used to be the Boxhorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's right out there yep. by Boxhorn. It's right at the the club. Yeah, it used to be. It been under several names, but yeah, AJ's. Yeah. They they hold many yeah. many ice fishing jamborees out right. there. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, there was something else I was going to tell you, but I can't remember. Yeah. I used to work anyway. at Boxhorn when I was a wee nipper. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You if you like knew a... somebody's dad at the line, you would count when they were coming, and you'd poke the center out on their target so it would fly up and down. It <laughs> it looked like a real bird going out. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, you said you know your 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 lab is a flusher. Yes. And uh, at one point, uh, my friend Sal, when we used to bird hunt a lot, he had a flusher, uh, a black lab, and but you know, I'll tell you what, those labs are smart. Those dogs are smart. Because we also hunted with a, a pointer, all right? One of his cousins had a pointer. And and he had the beeper collar on the pointer. So that when it started beeping, people, well, we all knew, oh, he's on point. You know, he's got a bird. Well, Sal's dog knew that too. 
So he'd hear the beeping. He'd run like hell over to it, right, and jump the bird. Well, and and Sal would be oh he would be getting hoarse from screaming at that dog, swearing you know? in Italian. Oh at it. yeah, he's screaming at him to get back here. Anyway, so the next time we went out to break him of the habit, Sal put the shock collar on him, and as soon as that beeper went off, his dog started going. He hollered, hit the shock collar. That dog jumped up, turned around like what is going on? He only had to do it twice. He did it twice, and that dog never ran at that beeper again. Summer hunted with a pointer one time, and she tried to do the same thing, you mm-hmm. know. And all I had to do was just tell her no one time, and now yeah. she honors other dogs in the field. So, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah. Well, Sal's dog, he had a he had to zap it a few times before it learned. Dogs respecting yeah. other dogs. Yeah. <laughs> can't we all just get along? Yeah. yeah can't, can't we all dogs just get along? Oh my! Aren't there a bunch of dogs having a big march today or something? Oh, that's there's a women's march. Oh, somewhere. here oh. we go. Oh boy. Okay. All right, hey, listen, we got to go to the sports update with uh, Anthony Mandela. So stay tuned for that. We got a lot more coming up in the second hour. We'll be back with more folks here on 1057 FM, The Fan. Take it away, Anthony. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 